0: Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. God is good. He's awesome. He's amazing. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. What a glorious day to be alive. Thank you so much, whatever platform you are joining us um, on. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being a part of this Bible study tonight. Wherever you are in the world, there is no distance in the Spirit. All of us are caught up together as one, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity um, to be able to um, come around the Word of God with you um, tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads with me? Let's share a word of prayer together. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given to us to come together with the saints around the Word of God. Thank you for your mighty hands upon our lives. Lord, you have always been with us in these services. You are right here with us tonight. I thank you. I thank you because there is no distance in the Spirit. Where my brothers and sisters are, wherever they are in the world, wherever, whatever platform they are joining us through, you are right there with them. We are in covenant with you. We are your covenant children. We are secure in your covenant. So bless them tonight. Lord, teach all of us. Precious Holy Spirit, come, breathe upon the word of God tonight. Grant us great illumination, revelation, understanding of hearts. Have your way amongst us tonight. Be lifted up and exalted. Be thou glorified, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much again, saints, for joining us tonight. We speak the blessing of God upon the nation of Israel. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father, for your angels that are on assignment, walking, walking round the clock to fulfill your eternal counsel concerning that nation. We declare peace over Jerusalem. We speak peace over the entire nation of Israel. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for shielding your covenant people. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. <laughs> Thanks so much again for being here with us tonight. We have been studying for several months, guaranteed success, divine guidance um, by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God for the last two, um, two services We have been talking about um, two requirements, two key requirements that are essential for true lasting success. And we, especially the very first one, we've been discussing the covenant, an active, growing covenant relationship with God. The covenant is everything. I hope you have that. I hope you know that. I hope you cherish your covenant with God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There's no limit to how far God will take you when you are actively walking in covenant partnership with Him. There's no limit. Oh, I wish I could say, trust me. But don't trust me. Trust the Word of God. I just want you to know, uh, and the only reason I would ever say, trust me, Is because I have seen it. I know it for a fact. It's true. There's no limit to what God will do in your life when you are walking in covenant partnership with him. I know that one of the things we said last week was God has his part. Covenant is based on trust. God has his part. We have our part. We must do our part. God will do his part. That's a given. We must do our part for the promises of the covenant to hold true in our lives. We must do our part. And the Holy Spirit was, the Lord was ministering to me earlier. Our part, put God first. Always, in everything, put God first. Don't rationalize it. Don't rationalize it. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, The Bible says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. The Amplified Version says, But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you besides. What's your part? What's my part? Put God first. Seek God first. Amen. In your decisions, put God first. In your planning, put God first. Don't make all these plans and then think, Oh, let, oh I hope God blesses it. No. Put God first. In your associations, put God first. In your finances, put first. Put God first in the resources of your life. Put God first. Put God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Put God first. In everything you do, put God first. This is our part in the covenant. Our part. Listen to God first. Obey God first. Follow God first. Don't use your mind to cook up all sorts of things and then hope that God blesses it. No. Put God first. The Lord was speaking to me earlier on, just before the service, how so many believers fall prey to this trickery of the enemy. A lot of believers allow themselves to become victims of a tragedy before taking seriously their covenant relationship with God. Please, don't let that happen to you. Don't let the enemy come into your life and wreak havoc. Don't, the Bible says don't even give him any room at all. You know, I know for many believers, it's more religion. It's like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, the word of God says it. Yes, yes, amen. And, you know, we just feel good. Like, yeah, we're, we're doing a little well. No, don't let that be you. Be, be all in for God. Be all in for God. Don't let a tragedy be the thing that changes the trajectory of your life. Don't let a a tragedy come in and stop you. Don't let a tragedy uh, shortchange you. Don't let a tragedy, don't let it, don't let it. Nurture, nourish, cherish your covenant now. Like that little baby that God just gave that family. Cherish your covenant. Nurture your covenant. Protect it. Nurture, cherish it. Don't don't allow the enemy, don't give him any room. Don't allow him to sneak in and bring tragedy. And then that reshapes your life, reshapes your focus. No, no, reshape, you intentionally reshape your focus now. Go all in for God. Seek him first above everything else that you do. And all will be well with you. Hallelujah. The Lord gave me that word. I wanted to share it. I don't know who it is for. But somebody in there to hear that. Glory to God. Glory to God. Our theme scripture. 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5. In the New Living Translation. David said, Is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes. He has made an everlasting covenant with me his agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail he will ensure my safety and my success folks the covenant the covenant we share with god so powerful so awesome it's our most precious our most prestigious possession on this earth We've spent quite some time over the last two weeks discussing that. Tonight, I want us to take that second one, that second requirement for true and lasting success. I described it as divine guidance. It's actually part of our theme, guaranteed success, divine guidance. It's part of our theme. Like, Divine guidance is a key to success is a very important key to success. Wherever God leads, he blesses. Remember one of the scriptures we read last week, uh, God said to Abraham, go to the land that I will show you. Because God has been there. And he has made preparations there. There are things that God has prepared in all of our future. We have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have to be divinely guided by God. I said this before and I said it again. Or a years ago, the late Or a robot, late servant of God, used to give three keys to success. Number one, find out the will of God. That's where it always starts from. Number two, confer no longer with flesh and blood. That is, once you know the will of God, don't go around asking everybody. Be sure, though, that that's the will of God you heard. You, fi- you know it for sure. Because many times people don't know it, but they claim they do. <laughs> and number three, get your task done at whatever cost. Get it done. Number one, three keys to, to success. He used to, he used to preach. He used to teach and wrote. Number one, find out the will of God. Find out what does God want you to do? Where does God want you to go? How does God want you to address this situation? Find out the will of God. Don't lean so much on your mind. Remember, the Bible says, trust in the Lord, Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord with all your strength. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. He will direct your path. That's uh, Proverbs 3 verse 5, I think. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your might. Lean not to your own understanding. Proverbs chapter 3 from verse um, from verse 5. Trust in the Lord With all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That means seek him first, and he shall direct your paths. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. He said in verse um, verse, verse 7 Be not wise in your own eyes, don't think you are smart. You are probably smart. You probably know a lot of things. I don't know about you, but I've met many people who seem to have answers to everything. Every question you ask, they have the answers. They're not necessarily answers that God gave, but they are just so confident in themselves that they know everything. They have all the answers. And they usually think they know all the answers until a tragedy hits. Oh God, I've seen that too many times. I hope this is not part of the theme for this night's service because this is coming up quite a bit and I didn't really plan that. I've seen that quite a few times. They seem to know it all. They seem to have the answers. They seem to have an answer for every question. They seem to, and they are so confident until tragedy hits. And suddenly, when tragedy hits, it dawns on them, they really didn't have all the answers. Because there is a God. Hallelujah. The Bible says His ways are higher than our ways. He's the all-wise God. He's the God who knows everything. The Bible says He's the God who sees. He sees before you and I see. He knows before. Things we would never know, God knows they the all wise God so when God says something you can go to the bank with it so it is wise to seek him first it is wise to acknowledge him it is wise to not think we are smart it is wise to not lean on our own understanding our own smart yeah you're probably smart but there's no human that is smart enough to conquer life by themselves. No human being. No human being is smart enough to reign in life by their smartness. It is, there is no such human being. You watch. The Bible says it catches the crafty in their craftiness. People think, many times people think, oh, I'm smart. And and some of them actually they think they con, they can con God. You know, they think they can. You know, they think they can snow God. They go around and, and they do all this stuff and, and you, you know, they keep parading themselves like, you know, they are the Alpha and the Omega, like they are invincible and, and then suddenly it hits them. Something happens and the whole world sees how nothing they are. How nothing they are. Seek God for this is wisdom. Seeking God for is wisdom. Oh, that is so wisdom. In all your ways, acknowledge him and, and he will direct your path. In all your ways. He you says, don't be wise in your own eyes. Seek God. Ask God. Take the time to ask God. Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, how do you want me to address this? Lord, where do you want me to go with this? Lord, how do you want me to move forward? Lord, you know, ask God. And a lot of times it is wise, it is actually wisdom to wait until we know for sure. Well the Lord is telling us the pressures will come. A lot of times the pressures will come and try to make us go. Try to make us go. And sometimes people would even say, You should just go. You should just go. You should you should just go with your go with your guts. I know sometimes you know, sometimes, you know, you've got to do something in the moment and you are not sure. And if you're a child of God's covenant and you're a person of faith, you've got to dig into your spirit and take the step that is clear enough in your spirit that gives you peace. There are some times like that when we don't really have that option of just waiting and doing nothing. We, there are times when we actually have to do something. Right, And we don't know. We haven't fully, clearly heard. And we, we know we have to do something well. Don't let the pressure put you, push you in one direction or the other. You look in your spirit and you look in your heart. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord through which God directs him. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Through which God searches all his inward parts. Proverbs chapter 20. And verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. And and actually, if you if you back up to verse 24, it says the man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? Look at how the Amplified puts it. Man's steps are ordered by the Lord. How then can a man understand his own way? A lot of times, the things that make sense to us in our mind are not necessarily the things that God is asking us to do. A lot of times, the things that the Lord's asking us to do may actually not make much sense. But in our spirit, peace, the peace of God. The Bible says, the Lord will speak peace to his people. Psalm 85, I think it is. Psalm 85, I think verse 8. The Lord will speak peace to his people. It may not make sense in your head, but there's peace. Look at it, Psalm 85, verse 8. I will hear what the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Let them not turn again to foolishness. I will, I will, I will hear what the Lord will speak, for the Lord will speak peace unto his people and to the saints, to his saints. But let them not turn again to foolishness. Many times that Thing that our mind thinks is the right thing to do a lot of times unless we've absolutely just been locked into the presence of God for quite a while we've been there for quite a while and and we've just been soaking up his presence we've been there in communion with the Holy Spirit then then many times the thoughts of God gets transmitted into our natural minds and and things come up quick and easier and so in those moments we can rely on the, the senses that we have in our minds. But most of us are not really that way. Most of us, I mean, we just go about life many times and, and we, something comes, we need to make a decision and we need to know, we don't know what to do. We need the wisdom of God and that's when we want to find out. And in those moments though, there'll be things coming up in our heads. The pressure, the pressure. But as children of God, what we've got to learn to do is to dig deep inside of our hearts. And look in our spirit. And sometimes if we have the benefit and the privilege of waiting, wait. But if we don't, and absolutely something must be done in the moment, don't go to your head, go into your spirit. This is also one of the reasons why it's just so essential that we're, as much as possible, we're in the spirit most of the time. As much as possible. We can, no human being can be in the spirit all the time. But as much as possible that we're in the spirit, we're connected with the Holy Spirit most of the time. Hallelujah. 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 And then go with whatever is in your spirit. We're talking tonight about this extremely important key to true lasting success. Divine guidance. Knowing the Lord's leading, the Lord's direction. I want us to read um, the story of Isaac, Genesis chapter 26. It has a lot to do with some of the things we've been learning, the power of the covenant in um, guaranteeing our success, but as well as divine guidance. The Lord leading us and us following the leading of the Lord, whether it makes sense or not, to our natural minds. Genesis chapter 26 from verse 1. And there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech king of the Philistines unto Jerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land and I will be with you and I will bless you for unto you and unto your seed. I will give all these countries and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham, your father. So we see the covenant still working in Abraham's son, Isaac. But we see something else that is extremely important is that when a situation came up, Isaac, because that situation had happened before, when his father was alive, happened to his father, Isaac was going to follow his father's example. And Isaac was going to go and do exactly what his father did when his father encountered a similar situation. But the Lord came to him, and the Lord said, don't go down to Egypt. Yes, your father went down to Egypt, and he became quite wealthy, but he he had to lie through his teeth. He he didn't ask me for my counsel. He used his... You don't, don't go down to Egypt. I have a different plan for you the fact that everybody is doing something in a particular way does not mean that's what God has for you. <laughs> People ask me a lot of times regarding the ministry. I remember somebody was asking me just a few, um, a few days ago and said, uh, have you heard about um, this person? And they were mentioning a minister's name, which I probably knew that minister many years ago because when I used to serve in northern Nigeria, um, they were also in, in Zaria as well. And, but somehow you know i you know I just I don't follow I don't follow a lot of these things you know because I'm i'm too busy too focused following the instructions and the directions that the lord has given to me for uh, our ministry for my life my family and I'm not i i learn a lot I go out to learn but I'm just not I'm just not into who is the latest vogue, because those things, they come and they go. <laughs> and, 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 the, the problem, of, the problem with it is, you know, when people see somebody who seems to be succeeding very, very well and doing very well and the accolades and the crowds and the fruits and the results and everything, and suddenly everybody wants to do the same thing. Everybody wants to do the same thing so that they can have similar fruits and similar, but it doesn't always work like that. Right? I mean, God's leading for you is God's leading for you. And it's unique to you. Right? And you can be successful in your own right. I mean, the real determinant of success isn't the news media, isn't, isn't social media, isn't Um, the TV screen. No, the real determinant of success, one is the Lord and you, inside you. Inside you. What's inside you? So God God leads us all different. So this person was asking, have you heard about this person, this latest Vogue, latest whatever, in this part of the world? And said, no, not really. Actually... And they reminded me, but you used to be in Zaria almost 30 years ago, and that person used to be there, and that's where they started from. And said, honestly, I've just been, I've just, and they said, are you just so disconnected? I really am not disconnected. I'm just too focused on what the Lord called me to do, right? I just don't have the time to, you know, look around and look everywhere. I don't, I'm, honest. I'm telling you the honest truth. The only times when I'll go out and do things with, Other people and sit in places is because the Lord's actually directed that or I just again want to renew, refresh my spirit and receive and all of that because you're constantly giving, you should be constantly receiving as well. So yeah, I do that. But, but many times, you know, people just run around, you know, for the latest, looking for the latest big Big name, big thing, right? And I'm going to tell you, I've been around for so long. I started out serving the Lord. I committed my life to the ministry at a very young age. So I've seen a lot in the ministry. And those things just don't, they don't mean that much to me anymore. I'm not really going after the latest thing. Mm -mm. Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. (laughs) have <laughs> learned success is within me actualization and realization of success is within me i am the barometer i am the comp i'm the in in the, what's the i'm the i'm the, the the indicator of how much success i'm accomplishing and that's based on being in the center of the will of god it's, not based on what God is, because things come and things go. I remember way back then in college, I led a choir. One of the songs we used to sing back then was a song from the states. Uh, one of the lines was "Prophets come and prophets go." You know, what I mean, I've just seen so much in the ministry that I'm not. So I'm saying that just just to say, you know, um, God leads us individually. God leads uniquely. God's leading is unique to each of us. Amen. God said to Isaac, let's run on here. Don't go there. Don't go to Egypt. Even though your father went to Egypt, that's not my plan for you. Right? Even though everybody may be going to Egypt, that's not my plan for you. My plan for you is to dwell in this land. And he told him the land to dwell in. And he says that I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you in that land. It didn't make sense. But God said, I'm going to bless you. It didn't make sense to Isaac. because God said, I'm going to bless you there. Praise God, Isaac obeyed. And in verse 12, the Bible says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. (laughs) That's really... All that matters. When it's all said and done, that's really all that matters. Isaac obeyed God and God blessed him. This is a major key to success. is being led, finding out the will of God, It's not just cliche. It's not just because it sounds nice. It's the right thing to do in every circumstance of life. Find out the will of God. Find out the will of God. Find out the will of God. And then obey it. Whatever the Lord told you, do it. Go and do it. Whatever he told you, go out and do it. Isaac sowed in the land. He obeyed God. And he received in the same year. Oh, I love that. He received. It didn't take that long. He received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. (laughs) Verse 13. And the man waxed great. Glory to God. And he went forward. And he grew until he became very great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the man waxed great. He waxed great. You could tell. It wasn't that he was adding weight, not like he was growing fat. <laughs> no, he waxed great. That is, greatness started to surround him. Greatness. Greatness. It wasn't in his stature. It wasn't in his height. It he wasn't in his uh, uh, weight. He, no, but greatness started to surround him. The man waxed great. God started to wax greatness around him, and he went forward. He went forward. He was he was not stagnant. He didn't stagnate. He wasn't he wasn't trapped. In one, one position. He wasn't trapped in one status in life. He moved forward. He went forward. And he grew. He added and added and added. He grew. He grew. So all these were within him. It wasn't the environment that produced In fact, the environment was trying to take it away. The environment was challenging it. The environment was despising it. The environment was trying to attack it. But but he he you see, he just kept he just kept growing in spite of the environment. He grew and he became until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks, possession of herds, great store of servants the Philistines envied him wouldn't you describe that as success right wouldn't you describe that as success when you grow so much and you add so much and you become so great and some of the people who um who try to lay a claim and uh, claim entitlement to the land where you are growing, begin to envy you. Man, that's growth. That is success. (laughs) When people begin to want what you have and don't know how to get it, and yet they are surrounded by all the resources and they were born and bred there, and then they begin to want it and they begin to envy you, that's success. And all this came from inside him. <laughs> all this came from inside him. Isaac didn't succeed because of something somebody did outside. No, it came from inside him. Hallelujah. And then, of course, you know, they started attacking him, all the wells versus um. Verse 15, for all the wells which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines, stopped them, filled them with earth. Abimelech said unto Isaac, go away from us. You are too mighty for us. Go away from us. Is what Abimelech said to him, the leader of the people. Leave, leave, leave. leave. You are too, you are too great. You are too big. And we are here. We, we think we own this place and we are, we don't even know how to get it. So you got to go. <laughs> and Isaac said, okay. Because it wasn't the environment that produced it. It was within him. The Bible says the kingdom of God. Jesus said, you will not go here or go there. Or go there. When somebody calls you go there, the kingdom of come No, say no. The kingdom of God is within you. Destiny is within you. Success is within you. Miracles are within you. Your next glory is within you already. (laughs) Isaac said, okay. You want me to live okay? Because it wasn't the environment that produced it. And verse 17, Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Jerah and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again. (laughs) He digged again. The wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Verse 18, sorry, verse 19. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. Hmm. Just kept digging, and he just kept finding, kept digging, and kept finding, and kept growing. And the herdmen of Gerard, this strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. When he finds the water, they come and they fight him over it. So, okay. And he called the name of the well Essek, Strife, because they strove with him. And they digged another well, and, st- and they strove for that also, and he called the name of that Sitna. They hated him. And he removed from thence and digged. And as he just kept removing, but he kept digging. He didn't stop digging. Because the blessing was not a product of the environment. The blessing was the product of his covenant with God and his commitment to obeying the voice and the instruction of God. We're so big on vision and revelation and what we want to do, what we want to do. And it's time for us as believers to get really big on obeying the instructions of the Lord, on following the directions of the Lord. You know what um, Isaiah 48 says? Isaiah 48 Maybe verse 17 and 18. Let's go see here. Isaiah 48. Hallelujah. This is all that you had listened to me. All that you are listened to, oh to me. Look at it right here. Isaiah 48 verse 17. Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God that teacheth thee to profit. That leadeth thee by the way that thou should go. Listen to this. God says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit. I want you to profit. I want you to succeed. I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to lose. I want you to succeed. I want you to profit. I'm the Lord your God who teaches you. I teach you. I show you what man, what man, what men don't know. I show you. How to lay hold on your inheritance that I've kept for you in the land. I'm the one that shows it to you. How to possess the possessions that I've created for you. I'm the one. I kept it for you and I'll show you how to get it. Get it. In one place he talks about hidden treasures and riches in secret places. God says, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. But then look at what it says. He says, I'm the one that leads you by the way that you should go. I teach you to profit, and then I lead you by the way that you should go. I teach you to profit, and then I lead you. Both of those things work hand in hand. God cannot produce profit out of your life if you don't learn to follow his leading. Where he's telling you to go. If you don't commit to going where God tells you to go, God can produce. He cannot teach you to profit. I teach you to profit and I lead you by the way that you should go. And then he says in verse 18, Oh, oh, that you are hearkened to my commandment. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness as the waves of the sea. Oh, that you are listening to my commandment. Listen, listen to what he says in the Amplified. He says, all that you had hearkened to my commandments, then your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river, and your righteousness, the holiness and purity of the nation, like the abundant waves of the sea, the profit, the blessing, the success that God has kept for us, it's all hidden in his leading. <laughs> Hallelujah the success god has for us is hidden in his leading i got to have to forgive me because i don't have that i got to put that down the success you the spirit Oh, glory 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 the success that god has for us is hidden in his leading. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The success that God has for us is hidden in his leading. October 2023. The success that God has for us is hidden in his leading. Mm. The success, I'm going to put it all in caps here, in my notes here. The success that God has for us is hidden in his leading. Mm. Oh my goodness, that's so powerful. That is so powerful. Hmm. Wow. That's so powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Woof. The success that God has for us is hidden in his leading. The Bible says, back to Genesis 26, And Isaac's servants continued to dig. They removed from thence, in verse 21, And uh, they digged another well, and they strove for that as also, And he called the name of his seat now, verse 22, And he removed from thence and digged another well, And for that they strove not, And he called the name of it Rehoboth. For he said, for now the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in the land. I love it. Isaac enjoyed success and he prospered. Because he followed divine guidance. He followed the leading of the Lord. The success that God has for us is hidden in his leading Woo! glory to God <laughs> Woo! Mm, glory to God well, the Holy Spirit is our great teacher the Holy Spirit is the one who guides us he's the one who speaks to us the Bible says he's the one who leads us now you know, we know the major ways he leads them. Um, I'm going to go into teaching on all of that, but we know he its the inner witness, the inner voice. Mostly, his word, inner witness, inner voice, sometimes once in a while, something spectacular. Once in a while, something spectacular outside, but most of the time it's inside. He leads us inside. Hallelujah. That's why our spirit beings, our spirit men, must, spirit men have to be developed. Romans chapter 8, verse verse uh, 14 to 17, Romans chapter 8. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, If so be that we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified with him, together with him. The Holy Spirit is our divine guide. The Holy Spirit will lead us. The Holy Spirit will show us how to walk. The Bible says you will hear a word behind you. You will hear a word. That's in your spirit. In your spirit. You hear a word behind you. Isaiah 30, um, 21. 29 and 30. Let's read that real quick. You will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walking it. This is the way walking it. Hallelujah. You hear a word. You hear a word. It may not necessarily be a word from a familiar person, from somebody on the outside of you, but you hear a word in your spirit. It will be reverberating through your spirit. The Lord will speak to you. How many times? Have we, I, tried to do stuff in a certain way or the other way, and, and I hear a word behind me, and, and I know the Lord speaking to me. I, I know the voice of the Holy Spirit. I know the Lord is trying to call my attention. And he's saying, this is the way walking it. And it may be contrary to what I was going to do, which I thought was the right thing. But God is the all-wise God. God is the all-wise God. Isaiah chapter 30. Hallelujah. From verse 20, it says, uh, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers. Your teachers, plural, but your primary teacher, the Holy Spirit. Yes, your teachers, plural, but your primary teacher. The Holy Spirit. Your eyes must see him. You must be focused on him. Verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. You will hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it. Walk in it. The Holy Spirit is our divine guide if we will listen to the Holy Spirit, if we will follow the peace that God gives us inside, we will get it right. We will get it right and we will succeed. We make decisions every day. Decisions either to go right or to go left. Decisions either to move forward or to stop or to reassess. Or, we make decisions every day. If we follow the divine guide, He guarantees our success. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit... The divine guide will teach us to profit. Hallelujah. And he will cause us to prosper. The Holy Spirit will. If we follow him. It may not make sense right now. Many of the things the Lord will ask you to do may not make sense in the moment. Sometimes you feel not ready for it. Sometimes you think it's different from what you thought or how you thought about it. And the Lord can say, go go ahead and do it. Go and do it. And just by obeying the voice of the Lord, you prosper. Remember, the word of God always aligns with the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that is contrary to the Word of God, ever. So that's another way to prove and clarify if that's the Lord, right? But when the Lord leads you, when the Lord guides us, success is guaranteed. Especially when we have an active, growing covenant with God, God the Father. When the Holy Spirit leads us, success is guaranteed. I pray that you be more yielded than you have ever been to the leading of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Because the success that God has for us is hidden in his leading. Amen. Father, we honor you tonight. We give you glory and praise. We bless your holy name. Thank you Holy Spirit for breathing upon us. We receive every word that you have spoken to us. We receive your instruction. We trust in you with all our heart. We lean not to our own understanding. We acknowledge you in all our ways. We follow your leading every day. Bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. Help them find that success. As they put you first, help them find that success. I forbid tragedy in every life. Satan, stop. You have no right. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I cover and I shield these ones with the blood of Jesus. Satan, stop. I forbid you. Father, continually, according to your word, shield your people. Protect them. As they walk in your covenant. And as they obey your instructions i give you all the glory and all the praise in jesus mighty name amen 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 thank you so much saints for being with us tonight hallelujah glory to god we're out of time it's time to go god bless you and your family god bless you Look forward to seeing you same time next week. Good night.